Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. I was very, very blessed last week to be on a retreat, a writing retreat, with Natalie Goldberg and Rob Wilder in Santa Fe, New Mexico. The retreat was called A Sense of Place, and it was really about the importance of landscapes, whether physical or metaphorical landscapes, play in in writing. And we went to many of the places around northern New Mexico that inspired great writing and art, including, of course, the incredible art of Georgia O'Keeffe. And Natalie Goldberg is pretty well known as someone who has really given a gift to people about writing, people who want to write, whether professionally or just for their own fulfillment. And her premise is really that writing is a spiritual practice. She's written a very popular book called Writing Down the Bones and uh, quite a few others, one of which is called The True Secret of Writing, which I'm reading at the moment. And really the true secret of writing is just to write. It's to combine it with meditation and silence and quiet to allow the restless mind to be anchored in breath and then to be able to just write unfiltered, unedited, just letting the pen move, constantly moving and just writing. And I've been trying to do that and it's a a very powerful practice. And it's not just about writing, it's about creative expression of any kind. And I think part of the human condition is that we are creative beings who are sometimes trapped in worlds where there's no outlet for that creativity. And so for, for some people it's so important to express themselves through, through art, through writing, through singing, through movement and dance, all of these different ways. And I do believe that everybody needs to find their, their way of expressing creativity in the world. One of the things that really struck me and moved me about the retreat, and there were many, frankly, was when Natalie talked about that quote that we've heard so often and that I've used so often, that God is in the details. And I never really knew the origin of it, but and there are probably no one does for sure, but a lot of people attribute it to the the, the German-American architect Ludwig Mies van der Rohe, who said, I mean, he definitely used to say it, whether it originated from him is is a question, but, but this idea that God is in the details. And he was talking about architecture, the creation of space being something that is so important in terms of, of details. Um, he, he also said, um, which I just find so incredible as well as as a as a concept he says architecture is the will of an epoch translated into space architecture is the will of an epoch translated into space space and place and time and detail and creativity are all so in my 
imagination right now and and also very relevant to where we are in our in our Torah cycle in our reading from the from the Torah um, in this book of Shemot Exodus that we're still in but one of the things that Natalie Goldberg said that just really struck me about the idea of detail she said that right if we really want to to write the details are really important and and she said there's this principle that we have to have 39 details to earn the right for one abstract phrase or concept 39 details can earn you one abstract thought it's remarkable and if you read you know really good writing really good writing will you know it doesn't just say and then she saw a tree and then she noticed an aspen by the side of the road or you know that the way in which writing brings us in so much more if there are the details and I think what Natalie Goldberg means by that if we want to say something deeply metaphorical or spiritual or evocative um, or provocative we first need to establish the groundwork of of the details and give a sense of, of place, a sense of time, a sense of character through those details. Last week, as I was on the retreat, the, the Pasha, the Torah portion of that week, was Mishpatim, which is a Pasha that people often talk about as God is in the details, because you have the the massive event of Sinai, the synesthetic explosion, the sensory experience of, of revelation, which is a sort of grand conceptual notion, revelation and, and Brit covenant. But Mishpatim is all of the detailed laws. And there's this idea that uh, in order to really get the point of what that moment, that powerful that transformative moment of revelation is really about we have to understand the details the details of individual laws of last year I made a podcast on that partial which I call impeccability this idea of being impeccable in the way in which we interact with each other and the ways in which we interact with our environment the way we uh, have our own religious and spiritual practice, all of it is there in that Parsha. This week's Parsha is Truma, which is the first of many, 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 many verses that are going to talk about the construction of the Mishkan, of this this tabernacle, this portable temple that was taken around in the desert. And, and it was um, every time the Israelites moved on, they would break down the camp and the uh, the tabernacle and and carry it on and then re-establish it in the next place and the level of detail in these descriptions it's not just vasuli mikdash vashakhanti betocham make for me a sanctuary and i will i will dwell among them says says god in this in this week's parsha but it's about what that space is about who participates about what the raw materials are about the the dimensions and the the elaborateness of it all and so it seems very connected to this idea of creativity because the ultimate act of creativity in a sense 
is this project this project and so it's so interesting to talk about architecture and that 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 idea of a, an epoch's will being expressed through the buildings through the spaces that are created by architecture in any given period and so what does that say about the israelites who had escaped the slavery condition in egypt and were wandering through the desert on their way to building a future in a promised land in a new reality but in their temporariness they needed they needed space they needed beauty they needed holiness they needed connection and so the details of the mishkan create that possibility they needed encounter they needed the possibility whatever this may mean for god's presence to be among them and so they created this very finite and detailed space as a space to house as it were the infinite the infinite the ultimate and so i think there's something very powerful about the relationship between creativity and spirituality between ritual and imagination and these are things that i think about a lot and i think in my own journey as um, this incredible gift that I've had of, of some some time off which is coming coming to an end and just thinking about my own creativity my own writing and uh, performing and creating this podcast and, and the ability to to sing uh, with Joey Weissenberg and others all of it is really about recognizing the importance of creativity and that creativity is not just abstract that creativity is not just we have an idea and we somehow through mental uh, cogitations or or through feelings sort of random and and unclear feelings in our in our hearts we 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 imagine ourselves expressing that creativity no it's about it's about structure and it's about detail as Natalie Goldberg says it's about this a daily practice writing is a daily practice whatever whatever the, the attempt is to bring creativity into this world and by the way the world so needs our creativity we may think that it's indulgent to be sitting there with our notebooks writing every day or or to be creating music or whatever other art we are we are creating we we may and i sometimes do this myself get lost in an idea that it's just a, a kind of self-indulgence and the world is, is is falling apart and breaking and we need to be activists and we need to be on the streets and we need to be standing up for justice and we probably do but really we probably the most powerful way to do that is for us to be authentic in our own expression and because sometimes it is it is patience and deliberate acts of creativity and spirituality that bring us to a place where we can be so much more effective and powerful i was just reading actually in natalie goldberg's book the the true secret of writing the story um about bernie glassman who's um, who just um, died in, in November actually and he was um, a Jewish um, a Jewish Zen Buddhist like Natalie Goldberg actually and he uh, his Zen practice apparently for his 55th birthday 
he had a five-day um, kind of meditation sitting outside the Capitol uh, in Washington DC with all of these questions going through his 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 mind um, about about justice and compassion and and violence and all of these things and what was he doing and he just sat and people joined him meditating on those questions and at the end of five days the answer came to him that he he should uh, form the Zen peacemakers and the Zen peacemakers is a group who use Zen practice meditation practice in in places and in environments to really bring a sense of, of peace and transformation to the world and um, when I was in uh, Auschwitz in November it just happened to be the same time that the Zen Peacemakers group just a few days after their their, their, their their teacher and their mentor and their guide Bernie Glassman had died they were there uh, dozens of them sitting in in Birkenau meditating and it's something that they do every year I'm not saying that uh, the act of meditating is going to put an immediate end to to violence uh, and to human brutality in this world but it can't hurt <laughs> and and to me that story is not really about zen peacemakers but it's about this idea of of being intentional and being authentic and finding our own way through creativity and through the details of creativity so that we can we can express ourselves and that we can we can show up in the way that we need to show up. Sometimes I get paralyzed by a sense of, of guilt and overwhelm that there's just so, so many places that I could give myself and my energy and my time and my money to, to help this world, you know, whether it's, it's racism, issues of immigration, economic inequality, the environment and the terrible, terrible degradation of the environment. And there are just so, so many ways that, and I, that, I, that I could offer myself and I don't. And sometimes I just get, as I said, paralyzed by, by that feeling of helplessness and hopelessness and guilt. But I don't want to do that anymore. And I want to recognize that me being authentic to who I am and me finding my expression and me being able to serve my community not in, in a way that anyone else expects from me but in a way that I can offer my own creativity. If we look at the artists of the Torah but Salel who we're going to meet but Salel is the, the, the sort of architect, designer artist-in-chief of this project of, of building the Mishkan, the, the, the tabernacle. And his name, Betzalel, by the way, means Betzel El, in the, in the shade or in the shadow, in the shadow of God. And so this, and he's an artist. And so this, this idea is not, not a new idea that um, being an artist is, a, is in itself a religious and spiritual act. And so we're all artists. Some of us are scientists, of course, some of us are politicians, some of us are athletes, but, but, but we all have creativity because creativity is a human impulse. And that impulse to create, whether it's creating new life in this world, 
or whether it's creating new ideas in this world is there within us and this idea that I come back to again and again of of God being in the details whether that's the rituals that we choose to practice in our lives whether it's sitting in meditation or a daily practice of prayer that there's a there's a detail there's an importance to the to the detail of how we do that or whether it's a practice of writing or whatever it is we create a mishkan we're not actually creating that kind of mikdash or mishkan that kind of sacred space in a in a physical and tangible way like the israelites in the desert were yes many of us have those those spaces our our churches and synagogues and and mosques are places that hopefully are channels of that divine energy whatever that might mean to us places where in community we can find a deeper connection to ourselves to each other and to the divine but we can also create those those spaces through our own creative work through our writing through our art through our music we can create holy space and we do that through bringing our hearts because the parsha says that we have to be nadiv libo we have to be have willing and open hearts we have to be like volunteers bringing ourselves and so we do we do that from a place of of open heartedness and we do it from a place of having some kind of uh, divine spirit that inspires us um, traditionally artistic inspiration is seen as an expression of a of a divine impulse too but that we we bring those details and so this extraordinary architect who i know very little about Ludwig Mies van der Rohe, and I, I'm not sure if I'm even saying his his name right. This idea that architecture is the will of an epoch translated into space, and that God is in the details. So, we each of us in this generation, right now in this moment, right now, what is the space that we are creating in our imaginations? with our hands, with our minds, with our hearts. What are those spaces that we are creating that can be amazing space for for connection, for creativity and for spirituality? Thank you for listening to Adash and Drush.